You're listening to a Good Egg Productions podcast. I'm going to throw out a hot take. This competition right here, Challengers Finals, is going to be harder and more competitive than Iceland. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Viper's Pit. My name is Tyler. Joining me is my identical twin brother, Morgan. Hello. We're going to talk about some EU Valorant for you today. Unfortunately, uh, Elle can't make it. She's busy doing uni work. Boo. Yeah, boo. Where's the real commitment? So uh, it's just the two of us you're going to have to put up with today. But what you aren't going to have to put up with is bad Valorant, because oh, yeah. we've seen some good stuff this week. Oh, it's been great. Challengers 2's been on for for Europe. So these were the teams that didn't make it through the first time. And there was lots of teams still fighting out for it. Uh, to name a few, Nip, G2, uh, BDS, who were opportunists and defuse, Fnatic, Liquid, all fighting it out for the last two spots in the yeah. EMEA um, Challengers Finals. And I, I think we just dive straight in and talk about some of these teams. Yeah, it, it was crazy. I mean, I, I think obviously the final is going to be the big thing. Yeah, to, well, let's the... start. Let's start with Fnatic then. Yeah, OK. So Fnatic, uh, of course, they G, they 2-0 G2 in their first match. Now, a lot of people have considered this a very hard draw for Fnatic, and I don't blame them. G2 obviously looked as strong as ever, but they laid a real beat down onto oh, yeah. G2 in that first game. Yeah, I mean, we can't talk about Fnatic now without talking about Magnum and Durka. Um, oh, yeah. Those additions to the team, like what Durka brings to that team now, the kind of the uh, the jet firepower that they never mm-hmm. really had. Like, old Fnatic almost never ran a jet. There was maybe a couple of times where Doma flexed onto it, but apart from that, Fnatic were not a jet team. They were Doma yeah. on Rays, and then they were, you know, the kind of breach and the you know the viper on bind and they were very uh utility driven but yeah. i think Durka on this jet just adds a new dimension oh yeah i completely agree i gotta say I, i'm really impressed by how well uh, both Durka and magnum have slotted into this team i thought personally that we'd see end up seeing a little bit more teething problems for them and you yeah know, you, i think because you often do especially for a team with a playbook like fanatics like yeah Boaster and Mini have a playbook, and it's deep. There is mm. a lot to learn uh, from Fnatic, you know? It, it's not like you're joining, uh, you know, a team like G2 maybe or something like that where yeah. uh, you can kind of just slot in and out. Like, they, they have very set roles. And uh, that was pretty evident when you look at um, their bind maps in that mm. they have slotted into the Fnatic scheme. Oh, yeah, like, they've slotted in perfectly well. i mean like they're, they're playing their exact whole comp you know dirk is on the sova and so you know for a, for a jet main to have to flex onto the sova and learn all yeah. that but then i i also do think dirk has given free roam on you know maps like uh oh, ascent and things yeah. but fanatic was always weak at ascent anyway right yeah yeah totally i i think i mean obviously for i think when you talk about fanatic like their bind is obviously their standout map by a long way and I gotta say, they these guys were like the pioneers, or one of the pioneers of the Viper on this map, and you can, you, it shows. Like 
the utility with the Viper is always still creative. It's always so impressive. I, I saw a tweet from Boaster actually saying he was a little bit upset by the Viper buffs purely because uh, it means he spent so long figuring out Viper to make Viper good and they make Viper fit with how they wanted to play the game. And they did it, but now Viper's buffed, everybody's just going to copy his stuff. Yeah. And I, I can't blame him. I'd be a bit annoyed if I was him as well. I mean, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I, I don't like the Viper buff. I think. Like so, when Fnatic first brought out the kind of post-plant bind, I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. this is this is really interesting and cool." And it's something that a lot of people had theory crafted for a while, but no team had ever took the risk to prac it and play it in an official. You know? Yeah. When I first started, I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." But now with the Viper buffs and with Astra introduced, I think, I think games are going to get boring if that's what we're seeing. If we're only seeing this this post-plant cheese kind of thing, you know. You go, you hit the site heavy, you get the bomb down, you sit two miles away with your lineups, and they can't retake. I think that's boring. See, now, I totally get where you're coming from, and you're definitely not the only person with this take. In fact, it's very, very common in the community right now to really hate on this up-and-coming Viper Astro matter. But I, I don't know. I think it could actually lead to some interesting situations. I just think it forces teams to, to retake differently, right? Because... I think when we see this happen, teams aren't just going to try and tap the bomb and then wait. And then, oh, no, Molly's going to fall in from the sky. Oh, I'm going to tap the bomb. Oh, I'm being pulled off it. Nobody's going to play like that. What it's going to encourage is it's going to encourage defensive teams to have to really push. They have to make sure that in a post-blunt, they have to attack it quickly. They have to get into their back lines. Or equally, what it's, what it's going to try and do is it's going to try and... Uh, teams are going to have to learn to stop that rush, right? Because... Uh, that's when this post-plant is the message. You plant them on as fast as you can, get out with all five people alive. So it just encourages different defense. And I, I don't think... I think at the start, it's going to be all we see and it's going to be incredibly dominant. But I think something like Sky is going to be a great example. I think Sky's going to be picked much more up against this lineup. You know? I, I, think, uh, I think Sage as well. Yeah, just stop if, the rush. If, if, if a team is rushing at you like that. I just worry that, like, we're not going to see... Because how can you retake... Uh, as they're getting the bomb down, unless you're playing that site full retake and you're ready to go and you've got your whole team waiting in CT, ready to bounce. I don't know. I think I'll have to wait and see. But at least from the bits I've seen so far and uh, from what I've heard from other people talking about scrims and stuff, Mm. uh, I think it's going to be a bit boring. Yeah, I mean, I I can definitely see why. Anyway, I mean, back to Fnatic, I guess. I'm I'm excited to see them further. I think they're on a honeymoon period. I think this team right now is defining honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. They've got two new players and things are clicking. And I I hope that honeymoon period doesn't end at the EMEA, uh, the Challengers yeah. finals. But I, mean, I, I think it could. Yeah. One thing that I will say is that they they got that. Uh, this probably something I want to talk about in a little bit, but they beat Liquid in the seeding game. And ultimately, you look at who they're against. So they're against Oxygen Esports in the first round, which is a Turkish team. Then if they win that, they will play the winner of Footballist Guild. Now, I don't know about you. I think that that, personally, that seeding game has actually helped them a lot. And I think right now, for me, Fnatic are going to be the favorites from Group B. I, I actually really back them. Like you say, they are in this honeymoon period. And I think that, Whilst it's still cooking, I don't see how it ends now, you know? They have even more time in these next couple of days to really refine it, get everything ready, and anti-strat oxygen. I don't see how they lose it. I just don't. Uh, I, I, well, like I say, let's, let's, uh, we'll, we'll do some predictions later anyway, so. <laughs> yeah. 
let's um let's talk about liquid yeah because like you say they lost this seeding game this final but that's not the game i want to focus on i think it was a seeding game you can't take too much from it uh i don't i don't want to speculate too much about that game but the game i do want to look at the solid game we can look at is team liquid versus bds yeah most people i know will call in bds for this one i mean i think understandably bds will have looked strong for a while and have been really quite underrated uh by far too many people because they weren't on norg before now they're coming on bds and they look stronger than ever for me a huge shout out goes out to akuma i mean on the he's adjusted to astro so well yeah his astro is pretty nice my my uh i put a tweet out the other the other week but takas this man is such an underrated duelist yeah when you hear people talking about top duelists in eu his name's never thrown in it's always mm-hmm. oh zipan and doma and uh stuff like that you know yeah his name's his name's never in in the contention but this guy is really really good jet player and like a like an aggressive kind of jet like a the kind of jet that's going to dash in and clear a load of space for your side he might get one and get out he might get traded out straight away but that's fine he he can he is a space factory and the high you know uh, as soon as he dashes in he makes this space hoppy and rodan they can all just come in behind him and clean up after him so uh, he really really impressed me like when when I think about the kind of jet players I would want on my team, oh Takas, yeah, straight up, yeah, Takas I is the exact kind of guy. And I don't mean in terms of aim or anything. I mean in just his play style and how he opens up the map with jet is exactly yeah. what I look for in a jet player. So, so now let's flip the table. So we talked about Takas, which is the jet player for BDS, but Yampi uh, on the jet for Team Liquid. Now I don't know what's going on in his brain. But I have ne- I've never seen aggression. Oh, I mean, like maybe only in an A. Like, have I seen aggression from a jet like yeah, that? Yeah, he is. He is Finnish baby bay. It was that's crazy. I do wonder. You know, some of that in the seeding game maybe was kind of you know maybe Sliggy just went ah, you can go off the leash or whatever. But he was doing it in BDS against BDS as well. Yeah, he was charging in head first, and I think you. It was very obvious. You know, the, the style. It was you know Yampy go and find an opener. Yeah. And you know, if you find the opener, we can we can move off that. And if you die, oh well, maybe maybe we've got some space behind that, you know. And I, I think you could see it, and you could see what he was going for. Yeah, definitely. To me, it felt like they were playing strat roulette sometimes, where it was like they all had to wait and spawn whilst Yampy went all the <laughs> way across the map to get a kill. And like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I respect it, and I think teams are gonna struggle against this once Yampy gets a little bit more experienced and better with it, and he like. Don't get me wrong, he's very, very good right now, and I think his style will definitely improve over time. But right now it's in a stage of hyper aggression, yeah. which is just crazy to watch. And I th- I think what did because obviously Scream was such a good jet. He wasn't a he wasn't an opera, opera, sorry, but uh he he was a really good rifling jet and the way he made that space. And I think Phoenix has been a really good swap for him. Yeah, I, I think he's looked good on Phoenix. He's got a lot better with his flashers. Yeah. Like, you know, if you watch an A game, the way they flash, they oh, they have yeah. they have them perfect pop it's flashes. So pixel perfect. And yeah, we never saw that in EU, at least not for a long time. But uh, Scream's got a lot better with that regard, and just him being able to kind of just go behind Yampi's space and click a couple of heads. And Scream's just an X factor. He's just a wild card. You know, he yeah. will uh, he can turn a game around. 
I, I want to briefly mention as well the, the real man of the hour, Travis Mendoza. Oh, Link. yes. Link the, the, the definition of an impact player. Like you might hear people talk about oh impact frags and things like that. And Link summed up impact frags. Like his ACS wasn't as high, his KDA wasn't as high, but he yeah. was getting really important kills. Yeah, he was clutching up rounds. He was he was finding, you know, the first kill onto the site, or he was he was getting, you know, the, the first kill in the retake to kind of open it up. Yeah. And like I say, those kind of stats aren't really reflected on the scoreboard, but he, he was getting so much impact. And I think yeah. he did so much for Team Liquid against BDS and Fnatic. Oh, a thousand percent. Everything he did was impact. Now, I mean, what one thing I, I, I do enjoy doing is looking through the Twitch chat whilst Liquid are playing. Uh, <laughs> and obviously, particularly when they start losing games or losing rounds, there tends to be a generic cry of like, you know, I, we've definitely talked about this before, but of like, oh, screw me's a new team. What are these guys doing? But then I, it's the best feeling in the world where all of a sudden Link clutches a 1v3 and they go quiet. Yeah, And I, I, mean, I love it. That 1v4 from Link was Oh, it was combined. so good. It was, it was so, so impressive. Uh, he played it really well. Yeah. So, like, you, you look at it, but Link was bottom of the scoreboard on bind, right? But I, I can't remember exactly which round it was, but I, I think it got them to 10-11 or something like that. It was a big momentum-shifting round that they needed. If they lost that round, I, I don't know if they come back and win the game. And that Link showed up when his team needed him. And one thing I do like is... I mean, apart from Yampi, this the core four have kind of played together for a, a while now, and you can tell there's there's a lot of trust there, there's a lot of respect there in how they play these rounds, and I think hopefully they keep going, and it's just going to keep growing. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, I've said before, I, I really like Team Liquid. I really want you know UK esports to do well, so oh, yeah. uh, I'm definitely rooting for these guys, uh, and I, you know I really hope they can go far in EMEA. And I think if Yampi, if Yampi and Scream. Are both online? Uh, I see that happening. Oh yeah, definitely. I completely agree. I think let's uh, let's look over now at FPX. Mm -hmm. First team qualified. The uh, the kings of Europe, the number one ranked team. Can they be stopped? Oh, now that's a big question. That's a very big question because from what we've seen from like the the European region, I'm not so sure because they, they dominated everybody, they play against everybody, they know it all, and Angel's just better, right? But now you look at who they got in the first round, they got Gambit, who have come through from the CIS qualifiers, who, from what I've heard, and I'm sure you've heard as well, is uh, CIS is looking strong. CIS is looking stronger than well, people I mean, really giving it credit we for. We know CIS is looking strong because three of FPX, <laughs> CIS. Well, yeah. Like, let's look at let's look at the the challengers too. So challengers mm -hmm. one, and they're yeah. running challengers one, and how they got to the how they got to the, you know the EMEA challenger finals first because mm -hmm. these guys be opportunists too. Now BDS again yeah. uh, in a uh, still a relatively close game, but more comfortable than Team Liquid. Mm -hmm. I yeah, I think you'd expect that though, right? I'm I really like this uh, angel move to Phoenix. Yeah. I like it a lot. I think he's getting a lot of uh, a lot of value out of Phoenix. And I think it, it suits how he likes to IGL, from what I understand. And he likes yeah. to run in. He'll have a run in and he'll find free kills, or he'll just die, and then he can just dictate his team. Yeah. And I think they they have something unique that works for them in that regard. And 
I just, I really like watching this team play. Zipan, amazing duelist player. Oh, a thousand percent. Great yeah. race. Just, just an unreal race player. Like, there's a reason why they're dominant. There totally is. And it's because they, like, they've played together for a while. Uh, in particular, Angel is such a strong IGL, backed up by really, really, uh, something we talked about last episode in the, in the NA Guide to EU episode. But it's just like, super big brains backed up by superstar firepower and it clicks it works so well and there's a there's a reason why they qualified first i i don't think you'll find a person who says that they didn't deserve that that first spot. yeah i i, I mean you know i think every, everyone everyone says it but th this is the best team in europe yeah and some people would argue the best team in the world and i think they show that form or at least they mm -hmm. have been recently yeah i honestly what else can you say about this team apart from these guys are the best team these guys are favorites going into Challenger Finals. They played mm -hmm. great. Yeah. I think let's move on quickly now and let's talk about Guild. Because mm. I slept on Guild. So did I. I I didn't expect Guild to make Challenger Finals. I'll say that. I I I didn't expect it. But I mean, they beat they beat Nip. Yeah. Who I didn't think they'd beat. I mean, and Nip have, Nip have been trending downwards a little bit recently anyway. But Guild put on a show. They played mm -hmm. really, really well. Yashin is playing like a beast. Oh, yeah. I, we love I love Yashin. How can you not love him? He's lovable, yeah. he's lovable in person and a beast on the server. He's like, it's exactly what you want. And like, let's not even forget about their 2-0 win over Alliance before the Nip game, right? Yeah, we talked we talked before about how strong Alliance are, how you know how Alliance could be real contenders. No, no anymore. Guild completely shut them up. One thing I worry about with Guild is how much is Yashin a win condition for this team? Mm. How much is is Yashin their guy? And, and I'm not saying he is like hard carrying that team or anything like safe and you know people like Leo all pop off and shine, but I think. That team is at their absolute best when Yashin is feeling it. And when yeah. Yashin is allowed to just roam around the server and click everybody's head, that is mm -hmm. when Guild are at their peak. And I worry that are they going to beat any of the other Challenger final teams if Yashin's not having a day? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think for me, I again, we'll, we'll do some formal predictions later, but. I'm not going to predict Guild to, to make it. And I don't think many people are. They're definitely going into this as underdogs. Yeah, and it's weird because they, they, they made it through the first challenges as well. But, you know, when I look at Fnatic compared to Guild, my, I'm back in Fnatic, you know what I mean? In, in my head, it's worlds apart. Now, maybe I'm being harsh on Guild, and maybe we're doing this simply because Elle isn't here and she's a huge Guild fan. But I just, I find it hard to back Guild. And like, like you say... You, you take Fnatic and you take Guild. Uh, in my head, I don't, I don't see how Guild qualified before Fnatic. Fnatic are as strong as it comes. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how they perform, and I really hope they prove me wrong. Wrong, and I hope you know Leo or Draken has has a huge yeah. day while you know, well, and they can still win like that. Uh, but we, we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm just, I'm, I'm a bit reserved on Guild. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not buy, I'm not buying in yet. You know, but. I'm open to the idea of being proven wrong. Yeah, I mean, like, 
don't get me wrong, I don't think it's impossible for them to make it at all. I think they got, oh, so they got footballists in the footballists in the first round, which is uh, a strong Turkish team, one of the top teams from Turkey. Uh, obviously, we haven't seen how Turkey matches up against the EU right now, but uh, I, I, I don't, I, I definitely think they could win that game, and if they win that game with some momentum, maybe they can carry that through into well, the right. Let's let's start our formal predictions then, because that's yeah. where this is trending, isn't it? That's yeah. all, we, all you've been talking about. So let's 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 do these predictions. Uh, I think okay, we'll just start from the top and we'll work our way down and we'll just discuss, see what we think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. FPX Gambit. That game is gonna be a banger. Yeah. If any, if anyone listening is kind of unaware of the CIS scene or anything like that, because uh, you know, not a lot of the games are streamed with English casters and stuff. Gambit are the team. Gambit are the CIS team. They've mm-hmm. looked like the best team in that region for a very long time. Uh, there are a couple of other contenders. Don't get me wrong, Forza and Crow Crowd and the like, but Gambit are the best CIS team. Yeah, during the CIS qualifiers, they only dropped one map the entire way. This team of beasts. Now, I don't want to be the scrimbooks guy. I don't want to be the, you know, but it has to be said, and it's been mentioned by a couple of people, but Gambit are monsters in scrims. Mm-hmm. Gambit, quote unquote, win scrims against top tier teams, top tier EU teams all of the time. Like, Gambit are great on an eco with sheriffs. They're just yeah. one of those teams, you know, swing around a corner and tap you with a sheriff. Uh, I think particularly in this kind of online era, uh, it's, it's the same story in CSGO as well, but like something about CIS players playing online. Yeah. I think this game is going to be close. I would, I would definitely agree with you. For me as a prediction, FPX 2-1. Ooh. Part of me really wants to say Gambit. I think maybe a Gambit 2-1. I, I can definitely see why. I, I mean, I'm completely on the fence, and I think it's going to be a very good game regardless. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to Angel's calling and how well he can find the entries. Uh, I, I, I'm almost certain FPX and Gambit will scream each other quite often, considering, you know, uh, Angel already knows a lot of people in the CIS scene. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a really, a really good, close game there. And I'm hoping so. I think it's an interesting clash of styles as well. You have kind of the uh, tactical side of FPX and the kind of swing and one tap you with a sheriff side of Gambit, yeah. And I, I think that's going to be great. But I, I'm going Gambit. I'm locking yeah. Gambit in. I mean, it's crazy because before the before the kind of groups were announced, a lot of people would have predicted uh, FPX and Gambit to be the two that made it out. Yeah. Uh, so it's crazy that this is the first game we're going to see. But yeah, I, I think that's a good prediction. And I, I, I don't think you're wrong by any means. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Gambit take it. All right, BBL Liquid. So now this is definitely an interesting one. Now Liquid looked good, but then we saw them bottle it against Fnatic. But seeding game, yada yada yada. So uh, if you don't know, BBL are a, a Turkish team and generally rated as the number one Turkish team. But it's odd because they came through the Challengers two qualifier, uh, putting them a, to more of a lower seed, meaning that they're going to have to play Liquid. I think that's how it works. BBL have always looked unstoppable in Turkey, which is, again, a super strong region that I don't think gets enough credit. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about uh, eventually making a video breaking down as much of Turkey as we can because we hear a lot of people talk about, oh, you know, Brazil are going to be a real surprise. But, like, Turkish teams are something else, man. Like, yeah. believe me when I say 
if you've not watched Turkish Valorant before, get excited for this game. Get mm-hmm. excited for any of the games. Get excited for Oxygen and Footballist as well. Because these guys play special. These yeah. guys play hold W Valorant. If you like aggressive Valorant, Turkish teams are for you. Yeah, they're they, so fun to watch. They will, they will run through your defaults. <laughs> they will swing every corner on low HP just to tap you in the head one time. Like, yeah. And BBL are the best at this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And that this is what makes me worried about Liquid. And this is what makes predicting this game hard for me. It's because obviously uh, Liquid has Sliggy, who is widely regarded as one of the best coaches in the scene. And I completely agree. But how, how do you counter-strat that? How do you counter-strat the Turkish playstyle? I mean, I'm sure team they'll have scrimmed or they'll be definitely into regional scrims, but... Not not tons because the ping is kind of difficult, and even then, like it. What do, what do you learn in scrims that's going to carry over into an official like this? Yeah, my prediction goes two nil BBL. Oh. Liquid aren't quite in a honeymoon period. They they managed to qualify, but it looked shaky. You know, Yampi isn't quite fully with the team yet, mm-hmm. and I think, like I said before, this game comes onto the back of Scream and Yampi. Finding the openers on like uh, MDLL and people like that. Yeah. And so I think that's what it comes down to. I just don't feel Liquid's had enough time to gel and are really confident enough to take on a team like BBL. And you have mm-hmm. to be really confident in yeah. your own playstyle to be able to beat these guys because these guys will aim duel you every possibility they can. And you have to, you have to know going in, I can win these duels. Yeah, and exactly. I, I worry Liquid's confidence might be a bit off right now. Or, you know, like I say, I think I worry if they get behind a few rounds, especially. So 2-0 BBL is my prediction. So I'm, I was going to do something very similar and make, the, make all the points you've made, essentially, of why I think BBL will take it, but I think they'll take it 2-1. I think uh, Liquid, Liquid look good. Like, they... Uh, I don't want to feel like we're talking bad about Liquid and underrating them because they, they put on a really good performance. Like, look okay, against BDS, they played great. And I think with a few things done differently, they could have beat Fnatic in the seeding game. Uh, and I, I think they've got, they got time to work on it. As well. we don't yeah, and that. right now, all the, all the um, Liquid Valorant guys are in the Netherlands, in Utrecht, in their facility. I mean, they were for that thing, but like, what do you think they're doing with their days right now? Because well, obviously they're practicing, but that's that's not no. I mean, like obviously every team is practicing every day. That's not my point. But my point is they're all there in person and they're all hungry. They're gonna know what BBL are doing and they're gonna push back. Will it be enough to take the game? Uh, I don't think so. But I I I think they could show up, and if they show up, maybe they take it. But right now, my prediction is two one to BBL. So overall, to make it out of Group A. I think the two teams making it out of Group A are going to be Gambit and BBL. Oh, I know. That is bold. That is bold. I think if Gambit beat FPX, I think um, BBL would also beat FPX. And therefore, Gambit, BBL are the two I think is making it out. Oof. It's bold. I'm aware. I'm aware it's bold. But I think, and you know, maybe, maybe um. Maybe I'm too heavy in on the scrim books and stuff because Gambit are generally worse in officials than they are in scrims. But mm-hmm. I think 
uh, the style and the pace is just going to win. Uh, see, I think when you stack it up, right, I think automatically FPX are moving on. Even if your prediction is right and uh, they knock them down to the kind of lower bracket kind of thing. I, I mean, they have the resilience, right? Angel is has been in the situation hundreds of times. He's going to be such a good rock for his team to reset them mentally if they do go down to a lower, uh, like a lower bracket. So I think even if they get sent down, FBX will come back and make that run. Because I think you look at anybody who could play, even if it, even if they lose the gambit, then that means uh, FPX versus BBL, I would back FPX there. And FPX versus Liquid, I would back FPX there. Which means I think they can make it out. Now, if you look at, let's say, uh, in my version of the world, they make it out. So the other, who are the other three teams? I think it has to be Gambit. I think Gambit can beat Liquid. From what I'm hearing, obviously they haven't played. It's whole new region clashing. But I, I think that Liquid would struggle against Gambit. And they couldn't win it. And for the same reason, it's Gambit versus BBL. Now, this is definitely a clash that we haven't seen. Oh, I if that game happens, I'm going to be so excited for it. <laughs> yeah, same, definitely. But again, if I had to predict that game, I would say Gambit take it over BBL. I think they just look more solid than BBL look. So my two to leave this group are FX and Gambit, I think. Okay, let's move on now and let's, let's have a quick look at Group B. So let's start from the top. Fnatic Oxygen. So from what I know about Turkey, in my head at least anyway, BBL are the top team, uh, Oxygen are a close second with footballers there. But how well does that stack up to Fnatic is, is the obvious question here. And in my head, I think it's, I think it's good, but I, I don't know if they're ready for it because Turkey has been so isolated in the officials, right? When they're bringing out now Fnatic's big playbook that we've talked about, their in-depth strats that, they, that we've talked about before, I, I don't know how well Turkey are going to do. Uh, so I'm going to say 2-0 to Fnatic. I think I'm also going to predict Fnatic here, but I think 2-1. Mm-hmm. I think Fnatic are obviously taking bind. Like I say, the Fnatic is still on a bit of a honeymoon, but that could end. It's kind of looking a bit like the Dirk and Magnum show. And mm-hmm. I, I, do, I do think, you know... Could Tur- Durka potentially be outclassed? Like, Durka's a great uh, jet player. He is. But there is a reason people talk about Turkish jets like they do. Yeah, definitely. And Toronto is a very, very good jet. Yeah. He is he better than Durka? It's hard for me to say about seeing them on a server. Um, I think Durka has a slight edge, which is why I think 2-1 Fnatic. I think... Uh, Oxygen might be able to kind of uh, momentum roll one map and kind of just, uh, you know, just snowball it a little bit. But I think overall, after a reset or two, Fnatic 2 1. That's where yeah. I'm at. I, I can definitely see that happening. Like you say, I think it's going to be entirely momentum and confidence based. I think if, if Oxygen are so aggressive and in your face, and like we talked about before with the post plant, uh, like the lineup based post plants that Fnatic like to run, is. If the Turkish players on oxygen just just don't care, just run it down, just run at you. They don't care whether you're stood looking for a lineup. They're not going to let you do it. And if that happens and it throws Fnatic off, I think they could definitely take a game. But I think Fnatic are going to know this. They're going to come prepared and 2-0 to Fnatic. Okay. So we got one more. Mm-hmm. 
and that's Guild Footballist. Now, I think Footballist, yeah. I think Footballist are the second best team in Turkey. Mm. Really? They are better than Oxygen. Mm. They beat Oxygen in the um, in the seeding game. And I remember my very first time watching Footballist. I don't remember who they played against. It, it was split. And Magoo was on jet. And I yeah. remember watching this guy just hold W. And he was one of the very first, like, really aggressive kind of, uh, you know, first one in kind of jets that I'd seen. And I remember being like, this is insane. Like, this guy's nuts, you know? Like, what is he doing? But he was getting value and value and value. And when I think about this team, my mind goes back to that game. And watching mm-hmm. that, I'm being so impressed. Yeah. Granted, it was a little while ago. But I think how impressed I was with footballist then, I haven't been that impressed with Guild mm-hmm. in a while. So what, what score do you think? Uh, I think, I mean, it might depend on the VO, but I think 2-1 uh, to footballist. I know it's a bit of a reserve prediction, but I think, mm. I think Guild are going to struggle against this style. See, now if you're predicting footballist, I'm going to go out on a limb here and... Uh, I'm going to impart Buddy the spirit of Elle while she's not here. And that is that whilst I've had my doubts and my reservations about Guild, I still think they could do it. But like we talked about, Yasin is going to be a big win condition for them. I think Leo is actually a super big win condition for them. If Leo plays well, the whole team plays well. But I, I think they, they want this so badly, the guys at Guild. Everybody wants it, I know, obviously, but... From what I've seen from the interviews and stuff, these these guild guys have been looked down on enough right now, and they they're on a run of form from them that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, I'm gonna hope that they took that momentum that they got and they've used this time from from qualifying in challenges uh, in the first round of the challenges rather than the second. I'm gonna hope that they've really used this time well. They're building on their momentum. They're gonna take it two one to guild. I just worry that. Both of these teams like to fight. They both like to take game jewels, particularly like Yashin and, and Leo. Like I say, they will both they will both try and fight. And they will, there's gonna I think this game is gonna be a mess. Mm. I think I don't think this game is gonna be like great, close, like good Valorant, like maybe you know FPX Gambit is. I think this is gonna turn into a bit of a death match. Mm-hmm. When I think about like individual mechanical skill, I think footballists probably have the edge. <laughs> I know what you mean. You gotta think. Who do I want on my team on an escalation game? And yeah. uh, <laughs> I see what you mean. Ten players on the server running around with boombots and uh, sober shock darts. Like I, I totally get it. If I had to pick which four players I wanted on my team from uh, to, for an escalation game, I'd probably take you seen. But then maybe the other three, maybe the other three players there are Turkish. You know. So I see what you mean. I think. I think you're totally right. And I think if this becomes a death match, then football is kind of have an advantage. I think Guild have to kind of sit back, use your scene how they've been using him, but play clever, play smart, play in the more EU way that we see Fnatic and FBX doing. And I think if they can make those small changes, really, uh, you know, watch VODs, get ready to counter strat, which I think oh, they, of course, will be doing. And I think if it's done properly, they can take it. But I mean, Barbar's been really good for them. Yeah. And I, I hope that can, can, can continue. Uh, but we'll have to see. So, mm. who's making out of this group then? Oh, see, now this is tough. This is really tough. I'm going to say Fnatic first, just because I 
I definitely think Fnatic. That's the only one I'm confident on. Now, after this, ah, oh, see, it's so dependent. It's so dependent because I think, say, Guild do beat footballists. I think they would lose to Fnatic, uh, and then it's are they going to have the confidence if they're in the losers bracket? So, I'm not sure they do because they're such a confidence-based team. Getting knocked onto a lower bracket is a really big deal, and having being able to reset yourself mentally is tough. It's really tough. And I don't know how they're going to do that if that happens. So in my head, it's got to be Fnatic and then it's either Footballists or Oxygen. And I know you said that Footballists uh, won the seeding game, but I've been impressed by what I've seen from Oxygen. Uh, I haven't watched much, admittedly, but what I have seen has looked really good. So I think I'm going to go with Fnatic and Oxygen. I agree with you on Fnatic. I think Fnatic should make it out of this group as long as Durka and Magnum continue to perform to the caliber that they were mm-hmm. uh, in the Challengers 2. So I agree with you on Fnatic, but I think Footballist over Oxygen. Just for the reasons I said before, I think Footballist are just uh, a, a slightly better team than Oxygen. I do think it's close. Uh, I don't see Gil making it out of here. Unless this team's really good against like the hyper aggressive style, but I just can't see that happening in my head. Yeah. From the Guild games I've watched before. So I'm on I'm on fanatic footballers to make it out here. Yeah, I can definitely see where you're coming from. And I can I can definitely agree. I I I could see it your way quite easily, in a way. Let's do the big one then. Mm-hmm. Which two teams out of these eight are going to Iceland land? Which oh. See, now this is where it's so tough. This is where it's so tough. Because in my head, I'm jumping to FPX Fnatic. But am I, am I just being a naive EU citizen here who yeah, hasn't watched enough team. Turkey, yeah. who hasn't watched enough CIS to know? Uh, I, and I think I know. I, obviously, I, I don't know those regions as well as I know EU. But from what I've seen, FPX are unbelievable and Fnatic are unbelievable. Now, I feel like if you ask me after this first round and we see some crazy stuff, like I could definitely change my mind on this. But as of right now, I'm going to back the the guys from the uh, EU region and say Fnatic FPX. I'm going the other way completely. Ooh. I think the two teams making it to Iceland are going to be the same as the two teams making it out of Group A. I think BBL, Gambit, to Iceland. I think we're going to have no... That's so bold. I think we're going to have CIS and Turkey. Yeah. I mean, in a way, I kind of hope you're right. Just because th- these these two regions just don't get enough attention. Not by any means. And it would... at, at the same time, I hope I'm wrong. Because <laughs> EU Valorant, Turkish Valorant gets so many viewers. You yeah, know? It, does, it does. Russia gets less, to be fair. But like EU Valorant is is so big and so competitive, that, and it, it doesn't pull in the viewers. So part of me really wants you know FPX or Fnatic to make it to Iceland and go really deep and get the get the whole eyes of the world looking at Europe. Part of me really wants that, but deep down, do I think that's going to happen? No. Mm. When I'm trusting my head and not my heart here, Gambit and BBL, I think. However, I, I do worry Gambit and BBL might do worse against like yeah, uh, on a world competition. Also, it's worth noting traditionally 
CIS teams and Turkish teams are particularly good online. Yeah. So maybe when you take them offline, you put them on land. Uh, for example, Gambit as well is a really, really young team. Mm-hmm. Which means, again, you know, you put them on land, they might get more nerves, things like that. Um, but I think just in terms of to make it to Iceland, yeah, that's my prediction. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I totally see what you're saying, but I think those same things are going to be their downfall, ultimately. Like, you talk about the inexperience on Gambit and the fact that they're all quite a young squad. I think, let's say Fnatic, uh, sorry, let's say FPX and Gambit make it out of the group and they, they have to play each other for a qualified spot. I think that's how it works. I could be wrong, but uh, let's let's say that's the situation you're in. Uh, who's going to have the better mental going into that game? Because how is it not FPX with Angel's experience and the way they trust him, the way they let him him guide the whole team? Like you're going to feel safe. You're going to feel like you're wrapped up in a cuddly warm blanket as you sit down to play that final qualifier game. He's <laughs> talking about Angel just wrapping Zipan up in his arms. It's okay. Yeah. You don't need to worry. You know. If if I was playing on a team with Angel, I, I think I would feel completely safe and I'd feel completely <laughs> loved and I would frag better because of that. But the, I would see Gambit uh, would see this as kind of a much bigger deal in a way. There'd be a lot more nerves. I think, and I agree with you that I think FPX and Fnatic, those kind of teams, could probably do better on a world stage. And that's why I think they'll make it ultimately. I'm going to throw out a hot take. Mm-hmm. This competition right here, Challengers Finals, is going to be harder and more competitive than Iceland. This right here is the most competitive and the toughest to qualify and the highest caliber of top teams out of any of the qualifications of any region. I think genuinely this is harder than Iceland. If, mm-hmm. if you ignore maybe the fact that it's online and, and things like that, but just in terms of the caliber of teams... I can totally see what you mean. Like, just look at Group A. Just look at Group A, right? All four of those teams are insanely good, and any four of them could be at Iceland, and that's what makes it so competitive. I think it's way too early to comment on uh, if it's going to be more competitive than Iceland. It, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's a very hard take. But I, 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 I is genuinely what I mean. I can see where you're coming from. I definitely can. Uh, I can't say I quite agree yet, just because NA, as as much as we talk down about NA, NA looks super strong. Brazil looks super strong. I don't think we can say it's going to be more competitive, but I, I can agree that this is certainly incredibly competitive. And I cannot wait for April the 23rd and the 24th. Two slots is nothing. But NA get four, EU get two. Only two of these eight? All eight of these teams could yeah. go and put See, on a no, show at Iceland. No, maybe genuinely. this is a hot take, but uh, Riot care much more about NA Valorant than they do EU Valorant. Oh, that's yeah. not even it's a hot take. It's just a hard that's, truth. That's fact. Uh, which sucks, because why do we not have four slots? You put four, like you say, we put four of these teams on. All four of them are going to be strong, going to be good competitors. But no, we only get two, whilst NA get four. Now, I don't know who's going to qualify from NA, but I think whoever gets like that fourth slot from NA is going to be weaker than any team that didn't make it from this qualifier. Yeah, I agree with you. I, Yeah, it sucks. EU Valorant gets mistreated a lot. It, it, they are kind of slowly changing it, I guess. Like, we've finally got, uh, you know, some... Uh earlier streamed mm-hmm. games and we got best of freeze but it's it's all so yeah it's all just a bit too little too late 
And I, I, you know, I, I hope Riot spend a bit more time and money on EU, and we can develop this scene because e, EU has been a major region in most esports. You know, I mean, CS:GO is the big example here. But you know, EU has bodied NA for years. <laughs> so, like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I really hope we can nurture Definitely. the scene. I agree, and, and I think, it more. Uh, regardless of who qualifies uh, from this playoffs. Uh, these two, these these will be the two teams that I will root for more than anybody in uh, when Iceland rolls around because I would rather any of these teams win than anybody from NA or anybody from uh, uh, Brazil or just any other Korea even any other region. Uh, these are the teams I want to succeed, and I think no matter who qualifies, they're gonna have a good shot at Iceland. Definitely, they're gonna have a real strong slot. But yeah. I, personally, I hope and predict FPX Fnatic make it there. They show what EU Valorant is supposed to be. They go, look at what we can do with our utility. Have that, Hiko. Bosh, we walk away with the prize. <laughs> I, I hope you're right, <laughs> but I think you're wrong. <laughs> I guess that's where we'll wrap up today. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, let us know what you think. Tell us if you think we're right or we're wrong. We're probably both wrong, knowing us. But well, thank you very much. See you next time.